0: Welcome back to the Punk Side Dye Podcast, episode 125. I'm Tom, and I'm not particularly comfortable, and somewhere Neil is very comfortable. How are you doing, Neil?
1: I'm fine. Thank you very much. I'm comfortable. I think you're not comfortable because you're actually sober. It's probably the first time you've it been was, sober is, in like two weeks. It is
0: weeks. No Booze Monday, I will admit. And uh, well, the, the funny thing is, you know, those who have been listening for, to us for a while know that I record from where I, what I refer to as the Pillow Fortress of Solitude, which is just my bed. But yes. my wife has so many pillows on there that need to be taken off and put back on every day that I just sort of prop myself up in this giant pile of pillows and sort of do it at like uh, like like you'd go to a psychiatrist, like that way. Like <laughs> I sort of set the microphone on my fairly sizable beer belly and just talk right into it.
1: Well, in a well, way, this is kind of a psychiatrist's office, to be fair.
0: Exactly. True. true <laughs> that is true. Well, and today my wife is redoing the sheets on the bed. So there's nothing on the bed, no pillows or anything. And I don't really want to sweat on the, you know, on the new just, sheets, like mattress pad. Oh, on whatever. the mattress so, pad, yeah, yeah, yeah. My pillow top. My, you can blame my it on
1: the dog. <laughs> Say the dog was on the bed. Top.
0: Well, you know, I sweat so bad when I sleep, and of course I'm bald, for those of you who haven't seen me. So my sweat just, it looks like somebody got murdered usually in my bed. <laughs>
1: you're, f- like, you're painting a delightful picture, Tom. The girls are all just excited.
0: Like it like, like, <laughs> looks like blood stains. It looks like somebody Mrs. blew their head Mrs.
1: Mrs. Trauma is a lucky woman.
0: <laughs> she is, she really is. But anyway, yeah, so I'm like sitting now, up leaning up against the bed, like facing just the beautiful mauve wall, lovingly decorated by Mrs. Trauma. And uh
1: yeah. <laughs> it sounds awesome. But you know,
0: sometimes it's good to put yourself in an uncomfortable position, you know, right? Keeps you awake, I guess, right? I guess. Yeah.
1: Just make but sure you anyway. don't drift away from the microphone if it's not resting on your, on your belly. No, it's
0: still resting on my belly. It's just oh, like okay. pointed straight up at my face. No, it's fine. Gotcha. It's fine. So anyway, yeah, so you know, what, is what was this our third show in a row without guests?
1: It is. And it's the third show in a row where you've been to uh, you've been to gigs the week the weekend before that it's we're gonna true. talk about
0: we are really i am really burning the midnight oil. i'm literally going to take the next month to recover before i do anything else so
1: until so we go to our fucking punk rock bowling and then it's we're like burned out of four days straight or something pretty much Yep.
0: and and the heat it's so hot here like this is what it's gonna be like a, there in september
1: but it's not humid but there is it it's, it's don't they always say heat, it's a dry right? heat it's yes, not it's what it's they say heat.
0: this yep. is a moist moist heat man yep it's a moist heat my head shows it sweaty it's glistening <laughs> sweaty bastard so yeah, exactly. So, anyway, I appreciate all the you know thoughts and prayers, links to rehab clinics, all these <laughs> uh, various mail I've been getting.
1: So I'm like, well, I think your story on episode uh, 124 of uh, Wandering the Hallways in uh, <laughs> the semi-naked um, kind of uh, yeah worried some does, people. But does, I think.
0: <laughs> does semi-naked really count, Neil? Is there really any such thing as semi-naked? Aren't you either naked or not naked? Well, who knows?
1: Maybe you were naked, and you just happened to find some shorts and like throw them on.
0: Well, it's probably lucky that I was in such bad condition. If I would have had a little more energy, I probably would have got my shorts off before I got to bed, you know? <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus. Heaven but. forbid. The police would have been called.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But, no, it's – it's well, it's, it, yeah, so it, I definitely took it a little uh, easier this weekend, even though we, we hit it pretty hard, man. You know, I, for those of you who don't know, I went down to – indianapolis uh to see the zero boys 40th anniversary show which was a freaking amazing amazing show i was down there for a total of like 22 hours now but... for our,
1: for our uh, foreign friends do you want to tell them how far it is from um from your lovely home um to to get down to indy
0: about four hours and 15 minutes
1: oh so not too bad yeah not bad at all
0: well and i was gonna say we've unlocked a new prize level neil What's if that? a listener is dedicated enough we'll go hang out with them on their birthday
1: I, I guess, yeah. It just, just so happened that it was uh, our friend Jake's
0: birthday, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, remember, you, you weren't really a smoker, but I was a smoker back in the day, right? And you buy camels, and every pack of camels had a little fake dollar on the back, and it was camel cash. And you could trade your camel cash in for, like, prizes. Okay. Like, the top prize going out for a night on the town with tom drama that's that's the top price second highest (laughs) price same thing with neil but it ends earlier
1: yes yeah yeah Yeah, and it doesn't cost you so much money buying beers even though my beers are more expensive probably but still that's
0: true your beers are more than two times as much as mine well it's funny because yeah when we were so jake can keep up with me. as a matter of fact not only can he keep up with me at one point i think he bought himself a bunch of shots for his birthday i wasn't even hanging i was we kind of got separated at the second bar, last you know, the last bar we finished the night at, and yeah, he was doing shots, but I I don't know if by himself or with some of his old pals or what, because he actually knew a lot of people there. So, oh, we did. Okay, yep. well, I guess we can he's get play, into he's that. He's when played, you. he's played, you know, he he was a touring drummer for years and years and years, so he's played indie. I think he said he think he thought he played the melody in about twenty times.
1: Oh wow, holy shit. Okay. But
0: anyway, let's let's tell you what. Let's not get ahead of themselves. So ahead of ourselves yet. So yeah, I'll uh, go through the whole thing, but let let me play a song.
1: Oh, okay, you if, go for it, mate.
0: Um i'm gonna do a real short one i'm gonna do so the zero boys were celebrating they were supposed to do this last year' it was like their 40th anniversary show and in, in their hometown of indy but of course it got postponed like everything else so they rescheduled it and uh but it is the 40th anniversary of their one their first classic album vicious circle so let's play the title track this thing's like 42 seconds long this is zero boys vicious circle
1: classic uh vicious circle as the also well, the title track of the album obviously came out what 82 was that 81 81 okay
0: yep it's one of those songs where if you go on youtube to watch it and they make you watch the commercial first if you don't skip through the commercial the commercial is pretty much as long as the song
1: yeah no doubt yeah 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 for sure but-
0: so, yeah, so, so I kind of, you know, of course, after sitting home, you know, we talked about it. I really hadn't gone to a show for about 20 months, and now, now I went three weekends in a row. That first weekend, you were here, of course. And then last weekend, I went to the now-legendary Savage Mountain Punk Fest, and uh, then this. But, you know, the thing is, when tickets started going on sale again, I sort of had a freak out. Like, anything within five hours, I just started buying tickets
2: mm-hmm.
0: and kind of hoping it would work out later. But, you know, the tickets were like you know, 17 know, 18 bucks. It wasn't like it was a huge... So I bought the tickets thinking probably you and I would go, or, or Scott and I would go. Uh, he kind of had a work conflict, and I know this wasn't really a band that he knows at all. So, and when you couldn't go, I kind of threw it out there. And, and our listener, Jake, was like, our our friend, Jake, honestly, was kind of the first one to say, hey, man, I'll do that. It's on my 41st birthday. I'm like, definitely, let's do it. So, so yeah, we uh, I got up Saturday morning, I don't know, got in the car about 9 o'clock or so, and head down to Indy, got there about 1 and he drove a couple hours over. He's from central Illinois, like your old stomping ground somewhere.
1: Yeah, somewhere by Champagne, I think. Yeah, some somewhere
0: around there. Some small town. Yeah, Champagne urbana area. Yep. And our plan was to do some record stop shopping and go to the show, and that's exactly <laughs> what we did. So, yeah, we, uh, we hit um, now first this, we hit was – Yep, go ahead.
1: This was your first time meeting Jake, right? I mean, even though he's been a friend of the show for a while, this was your first time actually meeting him in the flesh, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of funny – because you do know people online, so you do meet them. It's kind of like I was telling you about, like Todd, Todd Sheet last weekend. It's like we n- we never met in person, but it was like we were old friends once we finally got together. And, and Jake and Jake and I were definitely like that too. Even though Jake's definitely a real uh, reserved kind of guy. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty quiet guy. I mean, not like uncomfortably so, but he's definitely not like a gregarious outgoing kind of guy you know he's not a backslapper. he's not a natural salesman type guy
2: okay yeah
0: But but super easy to talk to and we got along great and talked about this and that and yeah the first place we went was uh went to a place called karma records which is a really small chain uh uh in indiana but a pretty good pretty good one honestly and uh yeah, the thing is and I, I think I've talked about this before my local record store that I go to has such good prices I always have a little bit of sticker shock when I go other places
1: yeah that's true so you're talking about the one in Grand Rapids that I went to yeah right? yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, go. yeah but I did find I found something I couldn't I found I bought something at every store I went to but the one I found that I couldn't resist was this prune skin brown copy on the great stool sample records copy of the mentors you asked for at the first album
1: oh okay that's a reissue I, I assume
0: It, yeah from that came out in about 83 or 85 or something. Mm-hmm. But you never see it. It's one of those things. I could turn on this guy's right now for double what I paid for it. Which was mm-hmm. something like 28 bucks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cheap. Um,
1: so did this place have a decent like punk and metal section? Or was it... What kind of um, store was it?
0: It... They, I think the punk was mixed in... I can't remember if they had a separate metal section. Nobody... I don't think any of the stores we went to had a separate punk section.
1: Okay. So they're all just which like, is
0: kind of a Which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. But... It kind of forces you to look at everything else too
1: it does but but so none of these were like specialist almost like alternative no, record stores I, or whatever i
0: wouldn't say that but they were definitely you know they were kind of shooting for the alternative crowd i would say or the the hipster crowd or whatever okay. but yeah so i was pretty pleased to get, jake picked up a few things i can't remember what one of them was a damned bbc thing or something. i can't remember he i think he picked up like three records there okay um we found this hole in the wall seafood place for lunch it was really good turned out to be really good even though it was sort of scary you would have been like i'm not eating there
1: no okay well yeah for seafood man that could be pretty dodgy if you make uh, the wrong I would decision say I for seafood players
0: we, well it wasn't just I, would say I had a philly beef it was good oh okay gotcha i think you had a burger but anyway it was good
1: okay so for those who've never been because i've been to indy just once to watch a football game but mm. for those who've never been um kind of describe indianapolis to, to people as big city, smallish city you know
0: there's, you know, it's a it's a pretty big city, and there's a pretty big downtown.
1: It's pretty compact, but, though, from what I remember, right? It's the really downtown. not
0: anymore. Oh, it's not? Because what, okay. what happened over the years, all these neighborhoods got absorbed into Indianapolis. So you go to a neighborhood in Indianapolis that used to be its own town, mm-hmm. but I think it was just for practical purposes, like municipal sake, they, the whole county is actually the city of Indianapolis. Huh. So it's actually sprawling. It's like, so, like, if you go to get a hotel room or something, you got to be really careful. You might be 20 miles from... Yeah, so
1: see, so I can remember being downtown, which was by jeez, oh, I can't even remember what the uh, what the old stadium was called at that point. But I remember it all being pedestrianized, and you could walk. You know, there was no cars and stuff in that little downtown area by the stadium and stuff. It was it was very cool actually. It was nice.
0: Um, it's there's some really great neighborhoods in Indianapolis. As a matter of fact, being there for 22 hours definitely made me want to go back. Hmm. And and I was talking to Scott today. I'm like, dude, we might have to go back to Indy and this and the venue. Was, it was so great, i got to tell you. But I'll tell you all about it. Let me let me uh, tell you about the next record store we went to. That was called... Hell, I don't remember. <laughs>
1: That's a strange no, name for a record indie store. Vinyl,
0: indie Vinyl and CD. That was up in Broad Ripple, which is kind of a hip hip neighborhood on the north side of town. Oh,
1: I see. They're doing a, they're doing a take on the whole indie thing. Like a double take well, on no, that. Well, but
0: that store's been there a long time because I actually remember going there about 15 or more years ago. Okay. I don't know if it's in the exact same spot, but... Um, so I didn't find anything that really I was really jumping out at me in there so I picked up a staple thing that I didn't didn't have on vinyl that I always kind of meant to pick up so I bought um, Devo Freedom of Choice which is probably my favorite Devo album.
1: That is a very very good album. Yep. I uh,
0: white vinyl reissue from 19 or 20. So yeah it's cool. I was, I was pleased to get it. I listened to it yesterday. It's it's a great record and like my wife doesn't hate it. <laughs> Which is always a bonus.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, so she'll come and see Devo with us then when we go and see Devo on at PRB.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's a long day to get to Devo. Yeah. At the end of the day, but and then we we ran, and then so there's a bar across the street. We ran into this kind of. It's mostly all hipster bars, but there was one dive bar that's, that the guy at the record store recommended. So we went in there and had a beer. and We talked to some kind of punk rocker type people and they actually told us about this other record store that we went to and it was funny because they had beer and they had coffee but it was total hipster hmm. but the only but i but i did there find a couple cool things but i did find a new craft pressing of here we go my old man record taste social distortion uh love and sex and rock and roll love, oh. and, dro- love and yeah love and sex yeah love and sex and rock and roll right
1: yeah it's my favorite social day album that one
0: really yep it's, it's definitely not my favorite one but i didn't have it on vinyl and it was it was like 23 bucks or something it was pretty reasonably priced it was that craft
1: it's the craft okay yeah 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 that's a good so buy They're very yeah. they're
0: very good sound they're very yeah. good sound so so yeah i picked that up so those were the records i picked up record shop. so i'll tell you what Neil, why don't i play my songs kind of first and then you can play yours towards the end when we read some letters
1: okay that sounds good um
0: was so that, we're kind of doing, we're kind of going over my trip a little bit today, and then we're going to read. We got some funny letters, so we're going to read some letters, and we'll see where the where else things take us.
1: Was that um, was that social D? Was that on colored vinyl at all, or was it on black? No, black. It was black on black. craft oh, doing black. Okay.
0: Sounds great. I just listened to it. Uh, I've listened to that. I have not listened to Mentors. I don't think my wife is that interested in listening to Mentors, even though it's on that cool prune brown, prune skin brown turd colored. Uh, prune skin that uh, it doesn't sound very attractive that to be to be honest i think it's like the thick skin that forms on turds or something <laughs>
1: it sounds even less <laughs> it's even less attractive by the second
0: um, Oh, wait till you hear the music
1: Ooh. so the social uh, get back to the social d a second though so does it say anywhere on there are, are those craft recordings taken from the original master tapes does it say anywhere on there or is it uh, like i'm just I, interested I don't in where... no
0: but i swear i do hear slight differences between that and the cd version okay but they sound good. It's, good good. it's a good sound record. You definitely yeah. can pick out the individual parts better, I think, than you do on the digital version. Okay. Um, it's funny. I did see one other thing at Karma that I probably should have bought. They had the the reissue of S.O.D. Speak English or Die, double LP, probably some weird color. It was like $31. bucks. i am like, ah. So when I went to leave on Sunday morning, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go buy that record. And I looked on the... Their website, they didn't open till noon. It was like quarter to 11. I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm not waiting around. So, yeah, that's the one that got away. But as I'll tell you later, I was really hoping that Zero Boys would have a good selection of vinyl, and they did. So, I, I ended up getting a bunch more stuff too. So,
2: oh, so show. let me, yeah,
0: yeah. So, let me play. Uh, let's play it. Let's play a Devil side, so, man. Have we done? Have we played Devil before?
1: Actually, I, really don't th- I don't think we have. That's funny, isn't it? That's funny, but I don't think we have.
0: Well, I'm going to play a song that I think is a good song and a song that I think most people don't even believe in anymore. This is called This is Freedom of Choice, the title track of the album.
1: Evo, obviously with uh, freedom of I think that
0: freedom was of choice. Eighty? Eighty maybe? Yeah, around it's, right, right around eighty. Isn't that the one the where first,
1: they have they actually made a video for it and it's got skateboarders in it?
0: Is that well, I'm trying to think. That's the one with Whip. It has Whip it too. It's, I mean that was like their breakthrough album. But they put out about four in a row really quick that were all really good. Are we not men? Freedom of choice, uh Four to the Future or something like that and Something about... I don't know. It's a couple of them that talked about time or something like that. I'm sure somebody's yelling at me. But the first four studio albums were really good. So, anyway. Yeah. So, So yeah. Then we... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no. I was, I
1: was going to say... Sorry. You, you kind of lost me there a second. Talking about the Devo stuff. You kind of...
0: I, I I. don't have my phone in front of me. I can't even tell you what the name of the first four are.
1: Yeah. I'm going to find them. Right. I'm going to find them. Because, yeah, people are yelling at us right now. Why the hell... Isn't it? Why there can't
0: you name the Why can't you name the first four Devo albums right off the top of your head, you poser? Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so we got we got. Uh, Obviously, the first one. and we not men? We are Devo, yep. right? Yep. Then we go to Duty Now for the Future.
0: Duty Now for the Future. Okay. Jesus. Then freedom and of then choice. Then
1: freedom of choice. Then New Traditionalists.
0: New Traditionalists. That's yep. the one. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And All then, four of those, are great.
1: Yeah, and then Shout was in there somewhere. Yeah. Hey, did you like that one they came out with? admittedly it's a decade ago now, but I was gonna say the new one. <laughs> I, uh, something for everybody.
0: I, ever, I don't think I ever listened to it.
1: It was actually really good. It was came out in twenty ten, so when I say new, you know, I'm obviously yeah. showing my age. But um yeah, it was actually really, really good. It came huh. out at about the same time I think the, the I think the car has released a, n- a new album about that same time, twenty ten ish, and that was really good too. All
0: it was the like, new cards.
1: Yeah. I mean it was just basically the same stuff. You know, it could have been released. 30 years ago but i mean that's, well, that's a good of the thing car, right?
0: the cars thing like once i mean benjamin orr was one of the two main writers i mean i know Rick Ocasek might have been the most famous of the two but you can't go on without one of your key guys it's just not right right I
1: <laughs> yes steve diggle says shut the hell up <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly so i gotta pay my mortgage too buddy
1: yeah he does exactly
0: so yeah we we did that and we uh, so, hold on I, so,
1: so hold on a second so we're we're yep. we two or three record stores now
0: yeah, three. We hit three of them. Okay,
1: and how many... So I'm assuming after every record store there was a bar?
0: You know, we actually just went to one in the middle. Part, oh. part of it was my fault. I had some navigational issues, so I drove less to the middle of nowhere to find a store that it wasn't there. and ah. So I wasted, like, probably an hour. An hour of and drinking like said, time. It was a, oh, no. It was, well, it was a very, quick, like I said, a very quick trip because I got there at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, and I left at... By eleven on Sunday,
1: so so yeah, it was less than a full day, yeah. and so we you didn't even have time
0: to get time. lunch. Jake had a, some, his kids had some stuff. It was cool. It was no, no big deal.
1: Okay, all right. So, so,
0: um, so yeah, we go back to the hotel at this point, and uh, it's I don't know seven, seven thirty. We call, get an Uber over to the Black Circle, which yeah. I've actually talked about this. I've actually talked about Black Circle on the show. It's in India, It's a fun place. I remember I was telling you, like, I was with some really conservative friends. We went over there for brunch, and they were doing, like, a the Satanic Church was doing, like, a bake sale.
1: Yeah, so this place is a, it's a brewery and an, and a, and a, an event place, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, and it's it's changed a bit since mm. I was there last. Now there's, like, a separate restaurant. It, Cuban, very good, I got to say. Mm. I had okay. a well above average Cuban with with the plantain chips, not the boring, like, fries you know
1: i keep plantain um, chips it's just bananas for god's sakes
0: i know but they're good you yeah. know what you know what they served them to dip in like a rendered butter like a melted butter it was dude it was probably took a year off my life but it was did, worth you, it. did
1: you just tip it up and just like smack you it just in drink your what was yeah, left just, <laughs> <drink> <laughs> just take it like yeah. a shot yeah <laughs> you did didn't you
0: <laughs> i should have i didn't even think about it i threw away <laughs> the extra but i know i had an excellent cuban sandwich there. but anyway and um and then there's a distillery they're working on too so if you want to
1: Oh, huh, interesting. Take, your,
2: take
0: okay. your special, special lady over there for some twelve dollars cocktails. <laughs> um, my my wife loves those distilleries. We love. We we actually we like to go hit those places. It's like like those drinks where they actually have like craftsmanship.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You drink three of them, you're pretty much falling down. Even me. Even me, Neil.
1: So, what's your favorite cocktail? So, are you are you like a, a Cosmo kind of guy? Or what are you?
0: Uh you know, I look at the menu and whatever sounds good. I don't really have a go to.
1: Okay.
0: I like gin you mm-hmm. know that so I usually yeah. pick something with gin in it okay uh, I've been on a bit an of old a fashioned lit. perhaps nah not a big old fashioned fan I've been I on like a little those. bit of a kick of the mules like a lot of people yeah, do dif- sure. different versions of the mules like there's a Michigan mule and I had one at, I had one I can't remember what they called it but it was pretty good Well, they're like a take on the mule it was good
1: yeah Lydia likes those with tequila I don't know if that's called a Mexican mule perhaps I'm not quite sure what that's called but
0: yeah, tequila vodka whatever whatever's left in the cupboard at the end of the day <laughs>
1: Man, you were just like you're just like a big garbage can. <laughs> just dump it in.
0: <laughs> there's some there's some truth to that, and I take no offense. So yeah, we <laughs> get, so we went. So um, we get over there about seven thirty. I thought the show was going to start seven, but it started about seven thirty. So I guess the opening band had to drop off at the last minute, and they were literally like scrounging online trying to find a band.
1: Huh? And wow, you think people would be falling over themselves to support Zero Boys, right?
0: Well, you'd you think, and there was a very good crowd there. I mean, it wasn't crazy, but I bet you there was, I would guess it was 300 people there. I mean, it was a nice crowd. Um, but they decided to move the show outside, which normally would be a uh, bummer, but it was actually a really cool setup. Mm-hmm. They had this, they have this big stage slash deck thing in the back and this fenced-off area, and you could just walk around there drinking your beer, and it was really cool, man. I, I got to say, it was a really, really cool setup. The first band was this Spanish-speaking band called addictos al chaos
2: oh
1: boy. um is that addicted to chaos in spanish
0: I, I guess you know they were they were they were actually pretty fun and at one point i'm and i looked at jake i'm like dude this is so that cheech and chong skit you know oh boy and and, and at some at some point they actually like were doing the cheech and chong skit so we were laughing that was pretty good
1: so i'm sorry um, go but go back is this venue inside or outside
0: the the show was outside
1: Oh, okay. It was outside. So all they
0: right. had like a line where you could go inside and get your beer, mm-hmm. but the actual brewery itself was empty. The seated area was empty. Okay. Um. So it was a little sweaty, and there was those little sweat bees that sting your ass sometimes. But it was it was all right. It was actually really cool. So the first band's like played in the daylight. Yeah. And then the the second band was called Dollars to Donuts, and they're from Grand Rapids, but I had never seen them before. Hmm. Any good? And, they were all right. I mean, you know, kind of a ska punk thing. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't. It didn't light my world on fire, but they did that thing. So the drummer, at one point, somebody else filled in for him on drums, and he like proposed during the show. (laughs) Nice. I see. It's funny, Neil, because I'm writing a review right now, and I wrote something like, you know, the sentimental people in the audience appreciate it, but you and I are not sentimentalists, are we?
1: No,
2: we are not. That's take it. Take you know. Yeah.
0: No one. No
1: one. No one came to see you, so you know they're, they're not. Yeah, but no one, it's no but, one's it might be
0: the, but it might be the like punk rock idol of their life too. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, I have no idea how a band from Grand Rapids got hooked up with this gig, honestly. So, so as night was falling, the Zero Boys came on, and it was, dude, it was really. So they came on. I don't know. I don't know how long they played. Probably over an hour.
1: So how many? How many people are there? Paint the picture. Paint us a picture, I'm Tom. Guess,
0: I'm guessing at least like 300, and it was. So it wasn't like shoulder to shoulder because it was a pretty wide area. Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't super big and it got dark, it still had like the intimacy of a real show. Because a lot of times when you're outside, it just kind of sucks. You yeah, know? agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it kind of actually reminded me of like some of the gigs I used to play as a kid when we'd play these outdoor parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Except for, you know, we didn't have good sound equipment and good musicians and, you know, good electricity or anything like that. But it, no, it was it was super cool. They came out and it was they actually opened with an Alice Cooper song, which I thought was strange. Well, school's out. No, it was. Um, we 18. still got a long way to go. Oh, okay. We still got a long way to go. It's a good song. It's from the Love It to Death record, um, early '70s, '71 or something. Um, and and the cool thing was, as he went, so so Paul Maher, and the singer, he really he's a stark image because he's, his hair is just white as could be, but it's really long.
2: Okay. And
0: he's a he's a pretty tall guy and really pretty fit for a guy in his later 50s you know he's, he's he really um he looks like a, he should be playing a wizard or something and
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- yeah, i mean that, talking about I mean that, that as a compliment i mean it as a compliment he, did you ever see the um the early um 70s english glam band wizard i did not because maybe maybe I'll, I'll put a picture of roy wood from wizard up because he's kind of kind of sounds like that but go did. ahead sorry, sorry did to you interrupt.
0: so you had seen the Zero Boys. I know you had seen them like, at uh, Riot Fest 10 or 12 years ago. Did you see them back in the day?
1: Uh, no, I saw Toxic Reasons back in the day, You know, which is obviously well, like a the sister band. Um, of well, them, they but,
0: were out of Ohio, right? Um,
1: well, they had What's-His-Face from, from Zero Boys in there, right? Uh, yeah. Tufty or whatever. Um yeah, yeah. But, I mean, weren't the Zero Boys broken up at that point? Didn't they break up in the early 80s and then reformed like 10 years later or something? So I, I never, I never did see them to to answer your question. I
0: think they, yeah, I think they were split up by the mid '80s. Yeah, and I think, and they did do a couple of records in the '90s, which was interesting. Like they did one in like '91 and '93, and it was interesting because I don't think they played any off those records.
1: Oh, interesting. So they only played they did mainly Vicious Circle and shit.
0: It well, it kind of reminded me like you know like when they make a horror movie then they make a sequel and then they make a, and the first sequel is okay and then after that they make a bunch of sequels that kind of go off the tracks so like 15 years later they'll decide to like remake it but they just skipped like the three movies in the mo- middle that don't make sense yeah 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 yep yep. <laughs> i wonder if it's that kind of a thing but i'm actually actually not sure and i don't i haven't heard those albums so i don't really want to trash them but they may have played one song off of them. i i'm still i have the set list i'm kind of working my way through it i'm actually doing a written review uh, because I wanted as many people to know about it as possible because it was so good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they, they were just... The band was great. The sound was great. And the other thing that was really cool was that uh, Paul's a great storyteller. So, you know, he, they played the first song, and he's like, you know, in 1979, they recruited me. I was 16 years old. I was on LSD to be their singer, you know, and just and just gave the... You kind of went through the years, and then they played... So and then he talked about making the Vicious Circle record, and then they played like five songs from Vicious Circle. Mm-hmm. And then he talked about the next EP, and they played like three songs from that. And then and you know it just kept going like that. They played something from their last LP. They played something from that EP they did that was a tribute to their guitar player, Little Deed. And it was just really so. Not only were they did they sound great, but it was super fascinating. I thought him weaving this little bit of history in, but he knew not to do too much. You know, it was like a mi- couple minutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't like he stood there for all day. It wasn't like nobody was yelling, shut up and rock, you know, because it was actually super interesting Um, in his hometown giving this history lesson to the band. So, so, so
1: apart from him, what are the original members were the there drummer. in the band? Just the drummer? Okay.
0: Yep. You know the great Zero Boy song, Living in the 80s? Yes. So it's, living in the 80s, and then just the a second one. Living in the 80s! Yeah. That's the drummer.
1: Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, Boodoom, yeah. So boom, pretty, boom, boom. That's a great funny. song.
0: It is. It'd be uh, born in the 60s, died in the 70s, living in the 80s.
1: Um, I think you should play that one next, actually, rather than the one that you picked. All
0: right. Sounds good. Oh, no, and we can but, sing.
1: Well, you have to play it now. I'm just saying. I think maybe No, we no, I'm going to do it in a cause... minute because
0: I'm, I'm pretty much done talking about the show other than the fact that it was just, it was tremendously good. I mean, it was... I don't know how much this band is going to play at this point, but they're, they're not – they seem like a real band. I mean, it's – and the, the two guys, uh, the guitar player and the bass player are definitely a little younger, but they're not kids. You know, it doesn't look like they're up there playing with their dads. It looks like they're up there playing with their uncles.
1: So this is – so this was the 40th anniversary of um, Vicious Circle coming out? Is that what this was?
0: Well, I think originally, because it was supposed to be last year, I think it was just supposed to be like a 40th anniversary of the band. Okay. Even though I believe he said the band kind of started in 79.
1: Okay. Now, when did that so, first EP come out? Was that before Vicious Circle or after Vicious Circle? Let me look this you up. you talking about
0: living in the 80s? Was that
1: first? Let me look it up
0: one second. Look
1: it up. Because I know one of them is worth a shit ton of money if so you can you get have, the original. Like, do you
0: have like an OG pressing of Vicious Circle?
1: I do. I have the very, very first press. It's probably my so most is expensive that the record.
0: Black? Is that the black cover then or, or did it, was it yellow? No, it's yellow. Okay, because I know there's a black cover version. I always wonder what's the, what the deal is with that.
1: It's yellow and it's on Nimrod Records.
0: Yep, Nimrod. That's right. Yep.
1: And then I got Which, was the, that
0: their own label? I wonder. Or was that?
1: Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about Nimrod. Um, let's see, Nimrod. Oh, um, did they?
0: You know, didn't BA mention that? Maybe that record ended up getting put on Toxic Shock eventually. Uh, that's yeah, how yes, they hooked it was. Up with Toxic Shock. Yep, yeah.
1: it was re-released in '87 on, Tox, on Toxic Shock. But I, yeah, I got the original. I bought it. It's funny. I was in Liverpool, and this would have been in 83, 384 and uh went into Eric's uh Eric's I went into Probe Records the the main record store in Liverpool and uh at that point it was into anything american right any american hardcore you get nobody else in Liverpool i guess was listening to that stuff um mm. and i and i bought whatever they had even if i hadn't heard the bands before so that's yeah. how i got a lot of the you know the rare stuff that i have it's cuz i like i got the first Descendants ep um or the fatty one anyway the fat one anyway um, I remember you seeing
0: the Misfits, right? You just yep. bought it without ever hearing it. Yeah, but I got I bought Talk that I bought that in
1: champagne actually in the used bin. Oh, okay. Um but Vicious Circle, yeah, I got that's probably the prize and the first agnostic front on rack cage. I bought that mm. too. Um but yeah, cuz nobody else was buying that stuff in Liverpool. In fact, in 83, when did um what's that what's the movie with uh, Emilio Estevez the punk rock one? Oh, Repo so, Man. Repo Man, thank you. When Repo that, Man first that was, like mid-80s, wasn't it? But I think it was like 84 maybe cool. eighty five uh, but when that came out, um, I went to Liverpool to see a, a showing of it, and uh, there was just me and a guy that was a DJ on the local radio station. We were the only people in the entire theater <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, American hardcore was not a was not a big thing then, but anyway, I digress <laughs> sorry
0: yeah. yep, no, that's all right but anyway, yeah, if you get a chance to see this band, you know seeing them for the first time. You know, forty years into their career, I was definitely a little nervous, but I, I'd wanted to see them. They're one of those bands, midwestern institution, you know, but also just made one of the great early eighties punk rockers of all time, you know. And uh, so I, you know, I wanted to see them, and I was just so pleased how good they play, how well they played. It's like when I saw the Damned a couple of years ago. You remember me ranting and raving about how good the Damned were? Yeah,
1: thanks. The one I couldn't go to because I broke. Well, rest yeah, but I mean, part
0: of it is the fact that the guys in the Damned are like sixty-five years old, and they're still so good, you know. And these guys are not that old. Right. You know, Paul's those guys probably late fifties. The two, the two OG guys, you know. So, but no, it dude, it. was it was so good. So let's let me let me play another song.
1: Hold. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: And then I'll tell you about our adventures afterwards. Okay. So, so here's the thing. Like I said, Jay can actually keep up with me pretty good. Maybe even surpass me in his own small way. But you know, so we're at a brewery, so hold it's on, always a little dodgy.
1: Hold on, I thought you were gonna play a song.
0: I am, but I'm gonna finish. Oh,
1: okay. I thought yesterday. I didn't want to get ahead of myself. Okay, sorry.
0: No, but it's you know it's always sort of dodgy when you go to these breweries and you're drinking it's like eight percent mm. stouts or IPAs. And too stuff.
1: true, too true, man. You know, yeah. so you, before yep. you know
0: it, you're you're zonked out. Like that picture Richard tagged me in earlier, where that's <laughs> yeah. like the guys just passed out on the ground, which did not happen exactly like that. But anyway, um, but they were selling PBR too.
2: Oh, that's interesting. For like, okay.
0: for like three bucks a can, so we were just buying literally like. I, one of us would go buy four, and then the next day I buy four. We just drink them two at a time.
1: Good God, man! You have yeah. It case. was it was
0: pretty. It was pretty good, man. We set a pretty good pace, but we really hadn't. We had two beers when we went to a record store earlier. We really so we really didn't start drinking till seven thirty. Okay. You know, so so it was after dinner. Well, not really, because we, we got our dinner there. But anyway, it was. You do was know that
1: you, you do know that drinks you had before seven o'clock actually do count, right? Nah, they, <laughs> they were worn it just, off. It doesn't just the, the counter just doesn't start again at nah, seven. Nah, they were
0: they were totally worn <laughs> off. They were okay. Totally worn off. All right then. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, let, let's do that. Let's play Zero Boys Living in the Eighties. This was from an EP, and I think the song was also on Vicious Circle, if I'm not mistaken. It was.
1: Yes, for just her. the song. Hundred percent, it was because. So I, yeah.
0: yeah. Zero Boys Living in the Eighties.
1: Classic Zero Boys tracks living in the 80s and um, I just looked up on Discogs that single that the EP so that was indeed their first release that came out in 1980 so that was okay. a year before um, Vicious Circle came out and this 7-inch EP there was only 500 pressed the last time it sold uh, yeah, sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I know it was reissued for record store day a few years ago, so obviously I'm not counting that. This would be the one of the original ones that came with an insert and stuff, but yeah, sixteen hundred bucks. And it was on, um, not on label, okay, zero boys. So they, they, they were self. self, they were self announced, uh, well, self put out, they, I guess.
2: They
0: did some stuff later with their under the Z disc label, which I think is just Paul's the label he runs, okay, um, but. So okay, so so, so did to talk about that. So celebrity sightings at this thing. Okay, B B A. Right oh, B A was
1: there. Excellent.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's good catching up with him, and you know they're they're off tour, and he was there catching the show. He, he and Paul, of course, are cousins. Uh, so it was good talking to him, and you know the, the tour went real well. Um, and uh, it was funny because we definitely, I think we definitely caught kind of the sloppiest, sloppy show because they were having all kinds of like sound issues. But he okay. said the rest of the tour went great, and it was fun. It it didn't matter. It was good. It was a good time. Um, and uh, one of Jake Jake is like uh, Facebook friends with every musician so he pointed out to me uh, the famous Jewie Ramone
1: I don't, from, know who, uh, don't know who that is
0: no but I mean you imagine giving yourself a name like I'm going to be Joey Ramone but anyway <laughs> yeah. and other such moguls um, now they had on vinyl there they had the reissue of the Living in the 80s single which I did buy and that was on one two three four go records from maybe 20, 10, 2013 10
1: 2013 it was on yellow was it
0: uh, no, Clear Oh, which one okay. I got. Now, okay. that being said, those were still going for over $10 a pop. Mm-hmm. And they were selling for 5 bucks. so I bought one of those. And the one I was most excited to get, because I wanted to get it all along, you know, I love a good 10-inch, <laughs> um, the Hollywood 10-inch. Now, this Hollywood 10-inch was out on CD originally. They released themselves, I think, under the Z-Disc thing. And I reviewed it, and I loved it. It was great. But what it was was the guitar player had written a bunch of songs. Before he died, that never got recorded. So they actually recorded Terry Hollywood House like old songs. So it was, that was a real, it was cool, and it was great, great music, good rock and roll, punk and roll. So were these ones?
1: Um, were these ones that were written in the original, like nineteen eighty, eighty one formation of the band? I don't think I think
0: they were written later. Okay, I think they were written later. Um, so it's like a really cool orange, black, orange and black splatter. 10 inch and they're going for 40 to 50 bucks on discogs and they were selling them for the retail of 15 bucks which is what the label was selling oh, yeah. for and it says limited so was,
1: edition of 300
0: yeah so i yeah. was really pleased to get my hands on that when they got there they had they only had one t-shirt but they had yeah they had three records four records because they had the history of which was like kind of their lost second record um i know jake bought vicious circle at one of the record stores we went to he didn't have that on vinyl yet i have that of course and i have the other one too um, but they also had the Monkey album, which is the one that came out in I think fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Which is pretty good too. And I had that on CD. Of course, so I bought that on vinyl. I'm doing that thing. I swore I'd never do. I'm literally buying all my CDs on vinyl again.
1: So did so, you did you um, did you buy the T-shirt? What what T-shirt was not. it? Was it a Vicious Circle T-shirt?
0: No, I w- if it you know that would have been more tempting, especially if it was like in a yellow or a weird color. But it was a black T-shirt. It had a pistol, but like the barrel's bent back, pointed at the like the person pulling the trigger okay i've Sounds seen it before it's a it's one of their designs they've used a bit okay so so yeah but it, anyway yeah so yeah it was super cool man it was good to cba it was good to uh hear the songs and hear some of the stories behind the songs and it was it was just like i said i can't i can't tell you enough good things about it i can't say enough good things about it
2: that's cool
0: i, I would go out of my way to go back to another outside show at this place Okay. Negative approach is playing there in September during punk rock bowling. So if punk rock bowling gets canceled, we'll see negative approach. Okay, but anyway, so yeah, and then and the other place we went to, you know, I've been dying to go to this place for years. It just never worked out. Was the punk rock night at the Melody Inn? We had Rich on. Uh, I don't know, quite a while back because they were doing live shows. If you remember, right. Rich from Punk Punk Rock Night at Indie. So I got to meet him, which was cool. And they were doing their Clash Bash. So. It was actually kind of cool. So they had some local bands playing a bunch of Clash songs. One of them was the Enders, who I'm kind of vaguely familiar with. They're really more of a hardcore band, but they were pretty pretty good playing the Clash songs.
1: And this was because of Um, Joe Strummer's birthday. I I assume, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: They do it every. They do it every year. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the other band was older guys, dude. Like I'm saying, like even older than you, Neil. I'm saying real old guys. And they uh, they actually played a bunch of stuff. They played the Kinks, they played uh, the Beatles, they played the Clash. But it was good. It was really it was it was pretty fun.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah. And no, no, it was good. And like I said, everybody's friendly over there. We were just there. We moved up to the sixteen ounce PBRs, so we didn't necessarily feel the need to have two at a time. Even though I would generally go up and buy two of them if I couldn't find Jake. That's bonus for me. But no, it's it's a very small a very small club and it, it's it was a cool scene, man. We definitely we get over there on a Saturday night. We got to go to that too. Just a fun, you know, small bar, real dive.
1: How how many people? Because because don't, don't I remember him saying that it was
0: it, like well, that, that, no, that, they're back to full. Capacity. Oh, okay,
1: because that's right. It was like quarter capacity or something, right? They had One like, like I twenty say, people or I, some shit.
0: I did not even remember to bring a mask with me. Okay. Um, and the only time it was even partial of an issue was when I was ordering a thing on Uber. It said, you must, you must wear a mask in Uber. I'm like, oh, crap. So I grabbed – I got a paper one, and, and mm-hmm. we got in there, and the guy's like, you don't have to do That's fine. He, he wore one, but he didn't ask it of us. And, um, so, yeah, it was pretty normal. Once again, it was outside – uh, oh it's outside the, big, oh, I the thought. big show the big show the big show was okay no not not punk rock night and it was at, it was at a dive oh uh, gotcha yeah but no it was, it was super great dude I, I gotta say the whole trip um I could have easily done another another day or night if it would have worked out right and but yeah we gotta go back down there it's fun man some great neighborhoods great scene so anyway next time
1: okay so how long did the clash thing go on for
0: oh maybe one in the morning okay I don't know what time we left. We didn't get to, despite the fact that we were drinking PBRs pretty heroically, it never got out of control.
1: And so was it just Um, you and Jake at that point, or did anybody else you know go to that too?
0: uh, I said new Rich, uh, talked, you know, everybody was friendly, so although I didn't necessarily know anybody, um, I did talk to Rich, and, uh, but no, it was, yeah, it was just two of us.
1: Okay.
0: But, oh, you know what, he's good buddies with the guy who actually created Punk Rock Night, so we talked to him quite a bit, I think his name was Greg? Okay. I don't want to screw it up because I screwed up the guy I hung out with in. I screwed up the guy's name that I, the guy I hung out with in uh, Cumberland last weekend. So hey, Justin, I got it right this time. Sorry, I screwed up your name, man. I had a major brain fart. It happens more and more often.
1: Yeah, especially easy drinking like 500 beers or whatever the hell it was.
0: Pretty much. Trying to think I'm trying to think about missing anything. No, it was it was uh, like I said, a short trip but great. Now I need to sort of suck up to my wife for a month or so.
1: So the next so the next morning though you wake up, do you go to any more record stores or was that it? you just went home at that point?
0: You know, like I said, I Googled the one and it didn't open till noon and it was only like quarter to 11. So I just, I went home, got some lunch on the road. I'll tell you what, I don't mind the long drives. Like Scott and I did that long drive, but man, when you're by yourself, I struggled to stay awake on the way home. Okay. That, that was the most dangerous thing I did all weekend was driving home on Sunday. Got to go out and walk around every little bit to stay awake. But uh, no, it was good. It was a good time, man.
1: Cool. I'm glad. You no, know, it sounds like it, was, it. sounds like a really fun trip. I wish I could have gone, but uh, I had a wedding yeah, to go to. It. Yeah, I would have gone. It. I w- I would have got definitely gone. But yeah, my boy Rick got married, so. Um, well, oh, we'll do
0: it again. We'll do yeah. a rain check.
1: Yeah, that was that was a fun night and by itself. I have to I have to say that was a that was an interesting wedding. So. Was it? Yeah, was we'll it talk pretty, about that sometime. Uh, pretty casual. It was very casual, even though he was wearing a suit and stuff like that. It was, uh, but it was way. Out. It was like it was like an hour and a half drive for me.
0: Out, Yikes. Did you crash out there or did you come home?
1: Oh, no, we came home. Um, cause it, was, it was like, for the ceremony, it was like 4 o'clock, so we got out there at like 4 o'clock or something, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, open bar. It was like, they had it in like a, it was like a bar restaurant type place with an upstairs. Oh,
0: oh it wasn't like in somebody's backyard or something. No, no, no. It was I was just this... picturing like hay bales and... <laughs> I know you always make fun of me for being country, but I know you yeah. get up those north, those northwest suburbs. Of yeah, Chicago. they can't be. Yeah, you know, they live on the chain of
1: lakes, so we're like everybody's got boats and stuff like that. But uh, mm. no, it was interesting. Interesting crowd. Let's put it that way. It was an interesting, interesting crowd. Did
0: you, uh, did you bring your daughter? Was your daughter? Your I date?
1: did. Yep, yep. She was there, and she was all gothed out too, which was funny. Ah. So she, you know, talking about standing out, you know, and and I was all fifties. The
0: old folks make the old folks nervous.
1: Yeah, I was all rockabillyed out. So yeah, we kind of stood out. We were obviously not one of the local crew, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We it was clearly it, that we it, were... are
0: they giving you the side eye, like, your date is way too young for you? <laughs> well,
1: no, we no, we clearly look like city folk, I think. Something like that. <laughs> they didn't want to talk to you at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got some funny stories, but I can't really tell them here. Well, I'll but, tell uh, you
0: what, man. So I've been down to Indiana for shows a bunch of times. I've been to shows in Fort Wayne. I've been to shows in Indianapolis. I've been to shows in uh, at least, I know, a couple other cities, Logan's Port, of course, and some of these other cities. They're always... People are friendly down there, man. That is the definitive Midwest. Like you get up to like the east side of Michigan, and people are worried about getting stabbed in the back. They're just not that friendly, you know. And other places like Chicago, same thing. You know, I mean, you'll find some friendly folks in Chicago, but they're usually annoying. What's, but you know, what I mean, well, it's, it's a like, city.
1: Yeah, I mean, and anytime you're in the city, it's people are kind of uh, on their guard, you know.
0: Standoffish. Yeah. Yep. So, but Indiana, is so it's just so it's such a fun place, man. It really is. It's it's good.
1: Well, it's there good you go. Place. So
0: anyway, let me play one more song.
1: And this and has then, got no, this has got nothing to do with anything apparently. You know what? I'm, look gonna go, I'm gonna double
0: back. Actually, ah. let's do one. Let's do one more Zero Boy song. Okay, that makes sense. I would do I would do a Clash song, but I don't want to get sued. So let's do. Uh, so I'll let you do that. <laughs> so let me play uh, <laughs> one more Zero Boy song. This is also from the Vicious Circle album. It's called New Generation. <laughs>
1: generation off of that classic um classic album uh vicious circle so if you don't have that or if you've never heard that you have to get it today by vicious circle and um
0: the the recent press from about 10 years ago 10 12 years ago it's on a little label out of lafayette called secretly canadian it's a great press you can still get it fairly easily and then yeah. when you get that, then get the history of the Zero Boys next, and then maybe start trying to get into the EPs.
1: See, the funny thing is, I mean, okay, um, 1981, when that album came out, that means the songs were probably they'd been playing the songs probably since like nineteen eighty or something, most sure. of them. So, I mean, I always get this question because, um, you know, they got that one basically straight edge song in there, right? So it's like, who was doing that for? Who's doing the straight edge which, thing which first? Which one was that? Uh, what? Well, there's, there's one. There's one about drinking, not drinking, or whatever.
0: Mm. Um, they are definitely not straight edge. The guitar player died of an overdose. Uh, they were all heavy drinker. I think they were all pretty into drugs back in the early days. You think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he, like I said, Paul, Paul said at the show that I'm they were. Right? I mean, oh, amphetamine addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an anti. It's an anti-drug song, but you know, I drug for to
1: have drug for use for God's sakes.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're being sarcastic there, now
1: yeah, I don't. I don't think they are. I didn't get that at all. No, so, I think
0: that's, I think that's very tongue in cheek.
1: Hmm. I think you might be wrong about that, and we can ask him if we have him on the show. Because I think you might right. be, you know, when they got older, maybe they weren't so much, but, like, a lot of but st- that people was like started 85 out straight edge.
0: What was Or 83 or something. That, what was That Drug for Youth was later. That would have been on their second album, right? That's was on, that, on, the, was that's that on, on Vicious Circle, That's too? on
1: Vicious Circle, dude.
0: All right. I can't remember, dude. There's 22 minutes of songs on there. How can I remember them it's all? The, it's the last track on side one. Okay. I, I, like I said, I've listened to them all quite a few times, but... It's funny cuz I was at the show and 90% of the song titles came to me with someone like, "Oh, I know this song, but I can't think of the song title."
1: See, and that's so exactly th- the problem with those like CD compilations that you get that I know some people, some well, people love. Well,
0: these this isn't like that though. These are these are just the albums on CD.
1: Okay. So, but I know sometimes anyway. they put like B-sides and other another yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, on there, yeah. so, you EP, actually, or, yeah. so you wouldn't know what was actually Yeah. so You would not know what was on the original album, but yeah, Drug for Youth was uh, w- was on there, so um yeah, hmm. 81. But anyway, I was going to say, it's classic, classic early U.S. hardcore. Um, And, uh, you know, I don't know if it'll sound dated to you now, but you have to have this album. It's a fantastic, fantastic album.
0: Great amount of melody. Definitely like a rock and roll swagger. Yep. Even though it's faster. But it's definitely in the same, you know, some of the songs, the later songs, especially when they started to slow down a little bit, had like a really great Dead Boys kind of rock and roll thing. Lots of melody. Like I said, good stuff. That vicious circle though is like fourteen songs, twenty two minutes. It's a ripper. That's like the rest of their stuff is definitely more rock and roll. That's like their hardcore album. Yeah, but American hardcore, album, you know, a lot, you know, not not Agnostic Front.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Not what hardcore came to be at, by any means, but for the time that was super yeah. fast, right? And that people, people yeah,
0: people here, obviously, they yeah. here So, yeah. Anyway, so what? What else, Neil? What else, man?
1: Well, I, I actually, I'm I'm going to play my first song now because Tom's played all his so um like, around so like, around I,
0: on the songs
1: yeah but it, but this ties into uh, the zero boys still so okay. um the last time i saw the zero boys actually the last two times i saw the zero boys um at the end of their set they switched instruments and they played they actually surprised the hell out of me the first time they did this um, I don't know if any of you know the band Magazine. Are you are you familiar with the band Magazine, Tom?
0: I am all? vaguely familiar with them. Shot from both sides.
2: So yeah, Shot from
1: both sides. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, after Howard DeVoto left the Buzzcocks early on, he went on to form Magazine, who mm. a lot of people think are like the first post-punk band, because it was certainly, it wasn't straight-ahead punk by any means, even though Shot by Both Sides is a ripper. But um, anyway, the first album has a song on it called The Light Pours Out of Me which my daughter tells me is about masturbation but I never would have got that Mm. personally Um, but anyway I never
0: never had to wipe my light up off.
1: (laughs) Howard Devoto was a a very uh, you know very poetic guy but um, (laughs) anyway so uh, Zero Boys they switched instruments and then they started playing the the beginning of of that song well they started playing that song and the beginning is very it's just like bass and drums at the beginning and uh, I was like holy shit they're playing a freaking magazine song and so I am going to play and we've never played magazine on the show before. So yeah. I'm going to play um Magazine The Light Pours Out of Me and uh dedicate this to the Zero Boys. And I assume they didn't play this when you saw them because you would remember they it. They did not. Okay. No. All right. So yeah, uh this is the uh this is Magazine with the original of The Light Pours Out of Me. So that was a little bit longer and probably a little bit slower than stuff that we normally play. Mm. But uh, yeah, that was.
0: The no, the only magazine. No, cover- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No good. no so the only cover Zero Boys played was that "Long Way to Go" the Alice Cooper song, and I think that was kind of a tribute to their early days because he said we first started playing covers mostly Alice Cooper and I don't remember who else he said, but hmm. that was a big influence. So
1: yeah, it makes sense. That makes but sense. it's
0: interesting to start it only play one cover and to play it first. I guess they. But was, I wonder if it yeah. was like a statement, right? We've still got a long way to go. We've still got a long way. In other words, this ain't this ain't the end for us. I don't know.
1: I mean, either that, or they were really doing their, um, you know, forty years on, or whatever. You know, the beginning of the band and stuff, and they wanted to make it yeah. accurate yep. and stuff like that. So
0: now we gotta have Mon just we can ask him.
1: Definitely, yeah. What do we have a any any, any update on that? Is that likely to happen? Or we do don't. We know?
0: But I did I did make I did make actual contact of the show. So. Oh, you did. Oh, excellent. that's, that's good reason, to know. That's so. good to know. Friendly folks probably gave him the creeps <laughs> probably like okay that's not happening no it'll it, it, be cool i just i think it, it, we, we were hoping to have mom before the show and i think that would have been cool but they ended up i know they went out to texas like a week ago or something oh that's they right they played a show a in texas shows. didn't they yeah yeah i know they did two shows in texas So i think i just we just caught them at a bad time where it just didn't work out so okay
1: well no worries but, yeah hopefully that'll happen yeah. that'll be good
0: either that or we'll get them for 50th the 50th anniversary
1: yeah so, Joe, do, so do you have any more shows coming up?
0: Um, so before punk rock bowling, there's only one thing really coming up before punk rock bowling, and that is, this is not a very punk rock show, but I'm actually gonna go see Scott and I're gonna go see Soul Asylum locally.
1: Oh, I remember you talking about that. And then, where are they playing?
0: Uh, the Intersection, downtown GR.
1: Oh, that's the... Okay, that's the one kind of by... Isn't that by... By the, the founders. Big, yeah, by, by founders, we, yeah, 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 yeah. It's
0: a nondescript brick building, but it's a pretty cool venue, actually. So
1: Now, I wonder what they're like. I wonder if they just do that Grave Dancers Union album, start to finish, because that's all Dude, anybody knows. Be
0: so, I'd be so happy if they did that. Yeah. Because I do love that album, but I know a lot of people like the early stuff, and I do, too. They're, I, I didn't really pay attention to the later stuff. I know they kind of kept putting out albums, but I sort of didn't pay attention, so who knows? Maybe some of it's great. As long as they play a good chunk of that Grave Dancers Union album, I'll be happy.
1: I assume it's the original
0: guy, right? Dave was. Yeah, Dave Dave Purna? Purna.
2: Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Famous for yelling at the beginning of that replacement song where the cops come in.
2: Mm hmm.
0: He's the guy, I can't remember what he yelled, fuck you, or something, fuck the pigs, or something. I can't remember. Hmm. But anyway, yes. Famously captured on the Replacements album. But also, well- yeah.
1: Well, if you wanted to uh, guarantee your divorce, um, you could actually come out this weekend to Chicago because that's mo- it's the weekend yes. of Moto Blot.
0: If, <laughs> if I came out this weekend, that would certainly be the end of my marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm going to listen. Emot-
0: I just spent I just spent a night with a strange man in a hotel room. That's all the coming out I'm doing today. am yeah. <laughs> well, um, well,
1: hopefully, you didn't wake up in the middle of the weekend hotel lobby or something in your shorts yeah, exactly. again this time.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well like say, we took it a took it a little a little easier. I mean we didn't take it easy but we took it easier.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh so that that's the only thing I, I and then October and then after Punk Rock Bowling in October there's a bunch of stuff but that's and but that's it. So what what about you so you going you going to motorblot
1: Yeah, I'm going on Saturday. I'm going on Saturday. That's this Saturday coming up. So for those that don't know Motorblood Blood is an outdoor street festival in the middle of Chicago. Actually try right by Cobra Lounge. They basically close off like three three blocks.
0: Which is basically under the train. It's like a Yep.
1: Yeah, it's actually very cool by Lake Street. Yeah, it's actually very cool.
0: It's a cool it's a cool bar. Um, Uh, Yeah, that Cobra Lounge is a cool place.
1: So, so motoblot they have bands. They have, like, two stages, and they have bands. But it's also, like, an old motorcycles and old cars kind of festival, too. So um, people drive in from all over the country with, like, old 50s cars and, you know... Old motorcycles, and they'll have competitions and stuff, and they'll have like a pinup competition and burlesque and stuff like that. So it's a it's a pretty fun street outside street festival. Um, it's
0: pretty much just, it's as close as you can get to having social D play at an outside festival without having to pay social D. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You get the, greasers and the rockabilly bands No, that, and that
1: that that's that's yeah. There is a lot of rockabilly and a lot of root stuff. Um, so on the Saturday it starts at like noon, so it's like an all day mm-hmm. thing. Um, what
0: time will you show up?
1: I'll probably start with about one, something like that, because some of the ba- some of the other bands I want to see. So, um, three Blue Teardrops, who are a, a Chicago rockabilly uh, band, band. They've been going for a long time. Um, then London Calling. We got a Clash tribute band. Clash, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Roots thing called the Highjivers. Um, mm. Screaming Rebel Angels. I don't really know them. Um, I think that's a female-fronted like rockabilly-style band. Mm. Um, then we got an all-female a Kiss Tribute band called Slutter. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then Headline, we got the Psychobilly uh, Legends from uh, Denmark, uh, the Necromantics. Mm. So I'm kind of looking forward to they that. To the,
0: have, you, have you seen them?
1: Oh, I've seen them numerous times, yeah. Have you? Yeah, okay, they're,
0: I have not, but yeah, they're I'm great. familiar with them.
1: They're great. They, they, uh, the singer-bass player plays a... It's basically, it's a stand-up bass, but it's a coffin. <laughs> so, ah, yes. Yeah. Um. So on Friday, it's like a three-day thing. I'm only going on the Saturday. But on uh, on Friday, they've got Black Savage, who was a uh, all-girl Black Sabbath. Wait, I'll
0: tell you what, man. If, if you were starting an all-female band and you named them, you would be the world's biggest uh, misogynist uh, bastard, right? Right, right. But when they name themselves that, what are you going to do? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Black Savage is playing on Friday night, headlining.
0: Black Savage and Slutter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, believe me, none to do with me, this. This is yes, what Neil the bands call themselves. Bands. Yeah. Is, is. yeah. Oh and Black Savage is playing on Sunday too. I guess you can't mm. get enough of Black Savage. Mm. So, maybe I guess. they're
0: playing like an Aussie set and a Dio set.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah who knows right so anyway i'm going to that on saturday so that should be it that's always a fun day even if some of the bands aren't good there's lots of beer vendors and there's lots of people selling like you know t-shirts and there's like tattoo play you know it's just it's just a very cool outdoor event one of these days you have to make it out here for that because yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun I
2: wouldn't, I wouldn't
0: be opposed but yeah i don't think this weekend is going to be the one like i said i think i'm on light duty for the next next couple of weeks yeah so that's
1: right I, I get it yeah for sure that wouldn't that wouldn't be good if you were to go away for the fourth weekend in a row.
0: Yeah, I, I currently have five hotel room nights on my credit card. Oh. <laughs> for the last two weeks. Yeah, I have to. Not one night with my wife. So
1: I have to check and make sure that uh, you got your money back. Yeah, that I got my money back from that. They said they were going to do it, so I have to. Hopefully, I don't have to chase this down because that can get so fucking exhausting.
2: Mm. explaining it yeah. to person
1: after person, you know, that kind of nonsense yeah. anyway.
0: All right. Hopefully hopefully their call center's not in Afghanistan, huh?
1: Yeah, hotels.com, who knows, right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Afghanistan got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, man. So, so yeah, it was a great weekend. You 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 had a good weekend at the wedding? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Next yeah. Next weekend sounds like a lot of fun too. Like you said uh, in a in a different world. But, you know, after not doing anything for 20 months and then all of a sudden three weekends in a row, I probably could use a break anyway.
1: Yeah. And like I said, you know, punk rock bowling. If it, Assuming it goes ahead, it's going to be uh, – I'm interested to see what it's like. going to be wall-to-wall shit, right? I mean it's almost going to be too much to take in I think at some point. Well,
0: they, I know they have two stages. They're pretty much constantly going. It starts at like one or, like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. and goes to like 10 o'clock. So right. that's a
1: long day. Now, how about the pool parties and stuff? Has that been talked about yet? They haven't announced them yet.
0: Okay. But that's like in the morning, like eleven to one or something, and then the main stage starts at two, and I saw they are doing one late night pool party show,, which I don't know how they're gonna control it. they're gonna throw all the guests out of the hotel all the I don't know,
1: yeah, right that's gonna be weird i mean i I thought that was I don't weird know. too not, yeah. my, not, my,
0: not, not my problem, yeah,
1: yeah yeah, well it's so, gonna be it's gonna be interesting, I just can't I've never been to Vegas, so I the whole thing is going to be a new a new sensation for oh, me. Oh, so.
0: that part will be great. Yeah. But, like I said, they're doing the indoor mask thing, which is kind of a pain, but I plan to be outside as much as possible. But I just couldn't imagine sitting there wearing a mask playing blackjack. Like, right. I don't mind doing a little gambling, but I don't love it enough to do it like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I think
0: we'll, we'll see outside. There's lots of cool stuff to see outside, so.
1: So the annoying thing is, Morrissey is playing a, uh, like, I think it's a five-day um, thing at one of the hotels there in early September. So mm, it's, just that kind is of, annoying. it's just kind of a shame. Just kind of a shame that uh, that I couldn't have made some of those. That would have been fun. But you saw, right? He's been added to to Riot Fest. They're doing some yeah, special thing. what is thing
0: going on, on with that? He's doing a special meatless show or what? He's doing a special. Like,
1: well, it, I mean, what's normally what's the it's, venue?
0: What's the venue?
1: Well, it, it's going to be at the park, I guess. But normally Riot Fest. Is, no, normally it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But they've yeah. added this Thursday night thing um, for him. He's he's got some bands he's going to cure because it
0: because of his thing where he doesn't want to play anywhere where they're serving me. Well, I, like, they, so they're going to do a meatless Thursday.
1: Well, it seemed to be because Nine Inch Nails uh, didn't, don't want to do it, right? Because they're a bunch of pussies and they don't want they're to be on their whole tour. Yeah, because they don't want to be anywhere near
0: COVID. I mean, I, yeah. I, I concur with your pussy statement, but I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's other things going on that we don't know about. No, they're pussies. But these um, big these big bands like a Nine Inch Nails. I mean, they probably traveled like twenty people. You imagine trying to keep your whole entourage, you know, if one guy gets sick, your whole thing's shut down. Yeah. It's, whatever. it's I don't feel bad I, for it. But I I agree. It's there's no rebellion left in rock and roll. Just just fl- roll over. Roll over. So, anyway, I, I yeah, I don't I I know you love Morrissey and I I don't really dislike Morrissey even though I do like to pile on when people start making fun of him. You <laughs> want you want to see Neil lose his cool start start talking bad about Uncle Maz. But um <laughs> yes. But the fact of the I'll matter is I fight you. What I saw about that was, if you have the three day passes, you get to see Morrissey for free. I'm like, I, I, you're not buying the three day pass to see Morrissey, are you? Well, they That'd had be to be insane.
1: Well, no, well, no, but you can also get in for 45 bucks on that Thursday, which actually is a pretty decent price to see Morrissey these days. That's actually very, very good. But it's outside.
0: Well, yeah. I thought it was. you No, know, for some reason I thought it was a especially, and he's going to have some guests. And
1: well, it's, well, it says specially curated guests. I don't know who he's going to get because he's falling I, out. He's I'm, falling out with everybody. Let me guess. <laughs>
0: Ted Nugent, <laughs> Eric Clapton. Yeah, who's <laughs> everybody well, else? Has been in the news lately for being uh, Johnny Rotten. Yeah, Johnny it's
1: Rotten. Gonna be, yeah, ma- perhaps.
0: It's gonna be all, it's gonna, Michael Graves, former Misfits. So it's gonna be like all people who have fallen from favor.
1: Well, see, it couldn't be Ted Nugent because he's a huge animal guy, right? An animal hunter guy. Oh, so that's right. So, you right. would have to try and punch him. Animals eat him. Yeah.
0: You don't have to feed him. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: the funny thing is, he's fall. He falls out with everybody. So yeah. it's going to be Makes interesting want, to yeah. see who he can get, apart from, like, maybe, like, David Johansson, because of his New York Dolls love, you know? Maybe he can get hmm. David Johansson, and I you know...
0: first. David Johansson will be playing with more at Riot Fest.
1: And who, who was one of those early... Not early, but 90s Chicago... Uh, not hardcore, but kind of punk bands? God damn it. My mind's just going to I have no idea where you're going. Uh, there was one band from Chicago that he really liked, which was really, really? unusual. It was, like, a 90s, like like punk band um so i
0: could see him liking like rise against because they're really militantly vegetarian too i remember doing like at their shows passing out like petitions and stuff
1: yeah who knows maybe you know what maybe it'll maybe it'll surprise you when you'll have like conflict on or something like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that that the weird guy from like uh tau cross what was the name of his band? like like the guy that was not crass but the guy that uh, doesn't matter yeah. once again
2: my but anyway anyway
1: so he's doing that like and that's in like that's like september 16th which is like three weeks so
0: yeah that's the weekend before uh poker bowling
1: but being so close to prb even though you all know how much i love morrissey i don't know if i'm gonna do it plus i hate douglas park that place is just a fucking disaster so
0: well it yeah yeah like i said to me it seems like a hassle but i don't know maybe maybe it'd be good
1: but i think they offered it to the people with the pass because who did they get to replace nine inch nails it was someone. Slipknot. It was someone. Shit, like Slipknot, right? I mean, who's the fuck's excited about that? But the fact of matter is, Slipknot
0: probably draws almost as well as Nine Inch Nails does. But they're definitely more of a metal band,
1: dude. The lineup is terrible. The lineup is terrible. Well, apart from you know, I mean,
0: there's a there's a few in the middle that are good. You know, the Circle Jerks stuff like that for punk rockers. But the fact of the matter is, it looks like a Lollapalooza slash Ozfest lineup. It's just not.
2: It totally it's does. Not, yeah,
0: I don't know. There's the fe- you know the festival thing. You know, it's it's so strange the festivals. Because I remember going to Rye Fest, even when it was definitely more punk oriented, there would be all these like what I would call festival bros there.
1: Yeah, for sure. And they just yep.
0: love to go to music festivals. They don't. They didn't even know who you know. They didn't know the Descendants from Screeching Weasel from Danzig, but they just love to go get high and listen to music. Yeah. And wear short shorts and be gender fluid and you know all the things that people our age struggle with. So it's uh, <laughs> so it's 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 a bizarre phenomenon. That's why I kind of dug that little tiny one we went to the other weekend, because a lot of the bands maybe you didn't know all the songs, but the people there were punk rock lovers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could appreciate the bands even if you didn't know them, and, you know, it was a a kindred spirit, even though it was much spa- smaller. You get these big festivals, there's no kindred spirit. It's just, you know, people on drugs and the an- old people like us.
2: It's just
1: annoying bastards, basically, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah.
0: Girls that are younger than our daughters, half dressed walking around with literally wearing like bra where it says written on the front don't sexualize me where it's like i'm trying not to i'm trying not to but you're walking
1: around, around. anyway yeah you're going down to you going down a fucking thing well, you, it's just so you can't weird. get out of yeah, this one just,
0: but yeah. yeah i know it's just so it's just so weird yeah it? it's just you know and like you know i've said it many times before the future does not belong to us and i don't i don't claim it but it's not that right this is not for us right as right. much as I had a lot of fun there and saw a lot of great bands, I, I just can't imagine what would get me to go back to it. So. anyway, you better play another song, dude. We've totally lost our plot here. Okay, well,
1: going back to the Clash thing, I don't mind uh, getting sued because actually, I'm gonna play. Um, I'm gonna play uh, one of the <laughs> off that last Clash album. <laughs> Cut the crap? Cut the crap, yep. I'm going to fuck you all over because you all think expecting expect I was going to play White Riot or something. I'm going to play...
0: people, they they, they might just be, they might share it just because they're so pleased that someone's playing some of that garbage.
1: Yeah. I'm actually going to play, uh, I mean, well, the most famous song off that album, though. This is England.
0: We Are The Clash? Yeah. Oh, this is England.
1: Yeah, the, the, we Are The Clash is actually really, really good if you listen to the real version of it. Well, I was going
0: to say, that's like my song that I could stand from that album.
1: I can play that if you want me to. No, please. You picked the song. Uh, yeah, but this one's f- a lot of people know this one. Maybe I should play that one. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. We are the Clash. There you go. But I'm gonna do not the version that was on the album. Some okay. cl- some clever bastard about a year ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, remixed it himself. He re- remixed him himself with real guitar, bass, and, and, and drums instead of that weird electro shit that was on the real album. So he did hmm. the songs the way they were meant to be. So I'm going to play that version of that. So, yeah, so this is, I can't, oh, shit, I'm going to have to put it on the on the Facebook group because I can't remember his name right now. But he did a bang-up job. And so this is his version of, uh, of We Are The Clash from Cut The Crap.
3: Shake stop we the hair pop-
1: there that was uh, The Clash and it's funny the, you know it's called The Clash and actually it was just Joe's drummer because even Paul Simonon wasn't on that and none of that later band was on it either it was all session musicians above of and Joe so mm. yep I'm pretty sad but yeah, anyway this is the that was that version that was remixed by uh, La Dada that I can't I don't know his name but uh, he did a really bang up job and uh, I will put a link to that in the on the Facebook group because it's actually really really good mm. He is to be commended for that. So yeah, that was we are the clash.
0: Alright. So what do you want to do? You wanna read some letters?
1: Uh yes, I can read some letters. I'm just trying to think of who that Chicago band was that fucking that Morrissey liked. And I can't believe I can't think of it. It wasn't the Lawrence Arms. It was uh I really yeah.
0: have no idea.
1: Yeah. When I say it you'll know it. You'll be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But uh anyway, it'll come to me. So Letters now. First one. I'm
0: I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and Google Chicago punk band that Morrissey champion. And see what happens.
1: Actually, that might come up. Actually, that might be a good way to do it. Um, I think he famously wore t-shirts. Uh, one of the t-shirts once or something like that. But anyway, um, oh damn it! I don't know how I found that one email now. Oh shit.
0: That's all right. We got a couple other.
2: Do the ones oh, I, I've the-
1: got it. I've got it. So, um. When you were in um, at the uh, Savage Mountain Punk Festival last week in the show that we did number one twenty four, um, you talked about you obviously talked about a lot of bands that you saw and you liked and stuff and talked mm-hmm. them up. And uh, but then you said that there was like a matinee or something on the Saturday, and yep. uh, and you know there was some ska bands or something, and you're glad you didn't go see them or something like that.
0: Well, no, 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 I, I didn't exactly say that, but there were, I know there was <laughs> one ska band that played because. The, my pals that were there sent me a text or something. Yeah. So we just saw a scab band do Islands on the stream. And it was surprisingly good according to them. Well I appar- just can't imagine but apparently
1: they- apparently what we said, because they put it on our, our Instagram, apparently what we said about them was and I don't I don't remember this. because you know we this just had do- to
0: be you this had to be you saying this.
1: Uh probably. I'm waiting for it to come up a second. But anyway, this band who were called Chupa Scabra, right? Chupa, Chupa Scabra. Chupa Scabra. Um they wrote in and said uh, to the, it's the our Instagram page even though they trash us uh, thoroughly enjoyed the Punctual I Die podcast about Savage Mountain Punk Festival even though they trash us um, and our band despite not even bothering to show up for our set. <laughs> and then they I put some it. quotes we must have said which is like it's just fucking awful it's god awful it's fucking awful <laughs> So those guys have got a good sense of humor about themselves. You know so what? Uh,
0: we, we we put them down for next time. We do a listener submission show. Chupascabra, We'll get some love.
1: Yeah, well they will, and they actually put some like hashtags under there, like haterade. They hate us because they hate us. <laughs> hate is gonna hate, and scars not Ooh, scars not dead. So uh yeah, good on you guys for having a for having a uh a sense of it. Yeah, we, we
0: in like I said, I never did hear them, so it might they might be amazing. So they might be And the... my friends that sent me the thing, they they said it was pretty good, so
1: Okay. Well there you go. You've got a good ride up there, Trippers. We, we, we are bro.
0: generally not ska people, so it's it's you don't take it personally. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not if it's Plus, not Neil the, hates everything. Remember that commercial like Mikey <laughs> Mikey likes it. Like that guy, the little serial eating bastard. That's that's Neil. He hates everything.
1: <laughs> the <serial> lead, <laughs> they should change the name to the serial eating bastards is what they should <laughs> there do. You yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um Oh, Smoking Popes, that was the band.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember them. I never got into them. They were a little they kinda had that croonery thing going on, didn't they?
1: Yeah. So Morrissey really liked them, at least one album or something, so they, maybe oh. they'll be playing. Yeah. That was a long way to go for that. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, I, um, I googled it and Google laughed at me.
1: Yeah, of course it did. Um, so, so yeah, that was uh, that was on our Instagram. So, you, if you do have Instagram, you can like. Our punk, we Punk Till I Die has a has a thing on there, so you can like us honest, and join if us. For
0: being honest, you're better off to come at us on Facebook because we never remember to check the Instagram. There so. seems to
1: be a lot of people who who are very against
0: Facebook, though. Well, that's because it's a bunch of fascists.
1: A bunch of left wing, left wing fascists, buddy. Left wing fascists. Too much, too much fascists.
0: controlling of the information. Whatever, fascists, fascists. I don't care which. Well, well, no, but no, because right. no, because
1: the left wingers like to throw that around, but they're the ones who are.
0: Do well, up. they control most of the big media stuff. Yeah, they're point. the ones
1: who are canceling people. Nobody else.
0: Anyway. That's why Neil and I only watch Fox News. Just <laughs>
1: kidding. <laughs> I don't only watch it, but I don't only listen to Fox News. I don't news. watch any, I don't, any honestly, news. I don't
0: watch any news, man. All but news when I do, bad.
1: I listen to Fox News. No. Um,
0: all news is bad
1: news. Oh yeah, that's it. As Morrissey says, stop watching the news. Um, oh, boys, Moz says that. So there you go. Um, okay. So uh, looking at a regular letter, so you can mail us at punctilidie seventy seven at gmail.com and we will read your letters. So write us in, and, or
0: or send us a message uh Our Facebook page, their
1: podcast on Facebook. Guys. Yeah, join join the group because it's a lot of fun. We're up to almost yeah. three hundred members yeah, now, great. so it's getting good. Yep. Anyway, email from my friend Josh. He's from Iowa, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: He's uh he's the guy. He, we definitely helped him. I'm not gonna say we we helped uh, I don't know. We kind of helped kickstart his record collecting fetish. Like he's indeed now.
1: Yeah. There you go. So Josh writes in. Uh, hey guys, just getting through 121. Great lesson. Great, great lesson. Great, le- great lesson. Yet another great one.
0: Well, I, probably a lesson too, Neil. We which, a great lesson. which
1: one was 121? Do you remember? No. <laughs> one twenty one was uh oh that was us talking about oh that was the teenage bottle rocket trial we internet episode oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah yep
1: yep yep so he says enough he,
0: Neil enough
1: yeah he, well it seems to be forgotten doesn't it that whole thing seems to have just completely died a fucking death
0: so yeah I wonder either. if somebody brought him a cease and desist or something I don't I don't know I don't
1: yeah. know where we're at but anyway um, he says yet had another great one. He says, the biggest root cause of the knee-jerk reactions and instant conviction of guilt is the 24-hour news cycle that is being created with all the social media outlets. This is truly causing a level of self-censorship that is probably going to have much more impact on free speech in the world in the long run than we can speak to right now. And that's an intelligent point, Josh. Well done. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Tom? Sensible Midwesterner. Yeah. And like we said, stop watching the news. Thank you, Mars. Yeah. Um Absolutely. Looking for an opportunity to sync up with you all in the real world, keeping an eye on the Chicago Live show list and listening in on what you were all trying to do, get to. Come up to Motorblot this weekend, my friend. That would be a lot of fun.
2: Mm.
0: Neil won't let you sleep in his apartment, but you can sleep in the entryway to the apartment.
1: Um, if you look clean and you're not completely drunk anymore, like you can sleep on so.
0: like, the landing outside of his apartment. Can or sleep, maybe just he, inside the door. You can
1: sleep with my cats, perhaps. That, there you that, go. That, that's allowed, yeah.
0: I um, Iowa to Chicago has got to be a pretty good hike
1: depends where in Iowa I'd imagine you know
0: yeah I think he's in Des Moines or something but okay I don't know where I mean, that I mean, is so there you go I don't either, I don't either but I think <laughs> <Yeah. there was laughs>
1: you, see, you said that like you had the whole thing on lockdown, <laughs> I mean, it's like right? a rectangle somewhere in the rectangle right? yeah 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 um, he says thanks for directing me to that gun club live record that was coming out on record stay day two pretty amazing listen that shows much more of the energy of the early band and a much deeper punk connection in my opinion he also grabbed the Ramones Live at the Triple J, which is a ripper. Great set list, great sound. And it really is. That's really worth getting. I guess if, I should have got that. Yeah, you should. I guess you should I should
0: have got that. that last copy so you didn't get
1: it. Yeah, thank you for getting those two for me, Tom. That was two, You found them and I bought them. That was great. It, there you go. Um, he says, recent records also purchased. Clash Combat Rock, Neighborhood Brats, um, Confines of Life, and Marks. Mm. Props to Neil and Ricky on this one. So into them now. Um, Ratchets, Glory Bound. Nice one. Good and then, yep. Pliskin and the Paradise is full of snakes. Yeah,
0: I reviewed that for Punk News. That's a good record. German.
1: Is that the Oi band you were talking about?
0: No, it's a it's it, oh, it's it's the dude from Stomper ninety eight. Oh okay. The singer from Stomper ninety eight, which is a hard edged Oi band, but this is like his punk band where he sings in English.
1: No, oh, okay, got
0: gotcha. you. Wait, you you do the like a German Oi band? It's sort of scary sounding. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like right. I know their messages like. Not fascist,
1: but it's, well, so singing it's just, in, if they're singing in German, who knows?
0: Singing in German, there's like an Oi music, you know? Yeah, seems a little sketchy. But no, that Pliskin's good. I'll play, I should play one of their songs. they are That's a good. That's a good record. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Probably will be on my year-end list.
1: Well, I think we should definitely do a European episode one of these days because we now we have so many European like pop punk bands that we're listening to. That's I think true. That'll be a good that's one. True.
0: Well, this is definitely more straight up punk than pop punk. Okay, gotcha. So.
1: And he finishes off with, uh, with, and then the summer sale at Pirates happened, and I loaded up. That is all on the way, but he dropped 70 bucks with shipping on a bunch. So he's waiting well, I in I got to tell
0: you, man, at 5 bucks an LP and a buck a single or whatever they were doing, I, I bought a bunch, too. Yeah. Three different blasts.
1: So he says, appreciate what you all do. Keep them coming. And he wants some more stickers. So, Tom, I don't know if you ever actually sent him any more stickers. I
0: did. I think I sent him, like, five more. Stick them in your clubs.
1: Yeah, you know what? And, guys, people listening... Stick the stickers in bars or whatever that you go to, or record stores, wherever, and send us photographs of that. Yeah, if you, want some
0: more, if you want some more, send us, send, we'll, we got some more, we just got a fresh batch.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, just
0: the bigger ones this time, too, so. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah we don't have the small ones anymore, just the bigger ones, so. If you want to be good ambassadors, I'll send you, like, five, and you can, like, stick them to your mom's bathroom or whatever.
1: No, 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 not your mom's bathroom, that would be mean. Mom, Dude, mom would know, get some confused.
0: Of these, some of these guys' moms have a lot of traffic coming through their house, if you know what I'm saying. What the fuck? <laughs> good God, man. Wow. Bad Bad um yeah. All right. That's yeah,
1: a good joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I sh- I'm going to play another song.
0: Sounds good. Do
1: it. So, um, a few years ago at uh, Motoblot that I was just talking about, headlining headlining on the Saturday was Naked Ray Gun, Chicago good. Legends' Naked Ray Gun, which is pretty funny because I, uh, I think Cobra Lounge and the brewery right there, All Rise Brewing. I think they have. I think they managed Naked Reagan at this point, to be honest. Mm. So that's probably how they got them, because they really, really weren't playing live at that point. Um, but uh, yeah, Naked Reagan played, and the set wasn't particularly impressive, to be honest. But um, about midway through, they said, "Oh, this one's a cover." And they they uh, played the opening chords to this, and I have to admit, I went absolutely mental. And nobody else in the crowd seemed to know the song, and I think they thought I was a madman because I was just like smashing into people and stuff. And my daughter mm. thought I was gonna get into a fight. Um, a stroke, but they were yeah yeah, but they were playing. Do you know uh, you know Killing Joke right? Sure. You know the song The Wait off the first album.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: So they started playing the opening of that, and it is such a fucking powerful opening, especially when the drums come in. And uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was going mental to that. So I am, and we've never played "Killing Joke" on the show before. So I am going to play "Killing Joke" with the weight um, of their first album. So yeah, here it here it is. joke there with the weight and if that didn't like pound your head in at the beginning then you must be semi-dead
0: i would imagine neil um, are you like in a bird sanctuary you
1: know what it is it's all the fucking cicadas outside
0: oh it's all
1: me. the yeah so we have do you have cicadas by you you do right
0: yeah yeah dude i've been laying in my bed and not this year so much but like last year and there would be a tree frog outside just making so much noise i'm like i'm gonna go murder that tree frog keeping so me up all night i don't
1: mind the cicada sound it's um but when I first came to the states, I had no idea what that was. When I first got off the plane in '83 in the summer.
0: Well, what do they come on every 17 years or something?
1: Oh no, well they're, they're here every year. There's just there's just mm. a plague of them every 17 years. But mm. there's always cicadas around every summer. Mm. And they're scary looking, man. They're these big bugs with uh, with wings, and they have pink eyes. Yeah. And uh, they just it's and they're, probably
0: it's it, probably what probably what Moses sicked on the Pharaoh.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, right?
0: The. Uh, it's like a- Plague.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you don't, I mean, every 17 years when there's like millions of them, they're fucking terrifying actually because they're so big and they're just kind of dumb when they like fly into you and shit. Um, Hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's what we have to live with. Anywho,
0: I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna have you read the Mark letter. I want to read the Carl letter if you don't mind.
1: Oh no, that's it. I mean, okay. I was I was only gonna do the Carl letter, so you go. You want to do the Carl
0: letter? I can do the other. No, you do
1: it. Oh, oh, well, okay. Yes, I'm gonna do the Carl letter then. Go ahead our friend I'll carl it, from
0: I'll, t- I'll tell you when to cut
1: it off okay a <laughs> friend a friend carl from uh redmond washington correct just outside of seattle or something i guess it's
0: outside of seattle uh, this is, I, I love the title of this is more complaints
1: yeah more complaints yeah yeah <laughs> good old carl carl horny we'll just call him Car- horny carl oh, there you go carl arm yep um hi neil and tom i have more complaints but this time it's about my complaints First off, I would be delighted to be known as the punctual die resident provocateur, but I don't think the term would be accurate. Tom mentioned in a recent podcast, thanks for reading my letter on air again, it makes me feel special, that he took my criticism to be constructive. I would just like to point out that I don't think I ever criticize either of you directly. In fact, I love you guys, and I think you do an excellent job. In fact, I'm going into full stalker mode, and I'm considering changing my last name to McCrandle. <laughs> <So, laughs> since I consider you both blood brothers and love you more than my immediate family. <laughs> but if I'm being totally honest, the truth of the matter is that I only complain oh, about you. Oh,
0: jeez, that's a clear shot at yeah, me. it that's is. That's a clear
1: shot at me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but if I'm being totally honest, the truth of the matter is that I only complain about your guests, and I totally get that you have little of any control about how they are getting to behave until you have already booked them and on air. Besides, it's fun to get the occasional dud. I always get a laugh out of listening to your guys' muted reactions. (laughs) This is true, man. This is completely true. That did give away is the episode length. If it's over two hours, I know it's going to be a great one. If I see that it runs just about an hour, I know the guest is going to suck.
0: All right, so let's cut (laughs) off there. Because I do, and then you can cut to the last paragraph, but let me me interject here. Yes. I wouldn't necessarily... I think that, that, that occasionally is true, but I also think that... Some some of uh, some guests just don't have that much time, so don't always. I I would hesitate to jump to that conclusion, you know, because like our our, for example, the Glenn Matlock episode was short because he, you know, we had like forty five minutes with him.
1: Yeah, and so so it was T V Smith. T V was, was, was a the little same. over an hour. Yeah, T V yeah.
0: Smith was the same thing. So that only might have been a little over an hour. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, some, but yeah, some people are easier to get information out of than others, and not everyone is a natural self promoter. And it is always sort of interesting when I'm like, man, I'm working harder to sell your crap than you are here.
1: Right. That's always but, that's always a, that's always a blast in it.
0: <laughs> but anyway, th- th- anyway, why don't you just go, ahead, go ahead, and skip to the bottom.
1: Oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh oh shit, I lost it. Hold on a second. Um. Anyway, he says that's enough of my blabbing for now. I enjoyed the discomfort of listening to Tom's silence as Mike Alexander of Hipshot Killer went on his went on his vaccination <laughs> tirade. <laughs> You guys did a great job of diffusing and moving on to other topics. All somebody,
3: right.
0: else, somebody else, Richard, I think it was our pal Richard, said, you, you seemed like you are a little uncomfortable. I'm like, I really wasn't. I was just kind of chilling out. I don't I don't necessarily, I, I, don't, I don't think Mike and I are on the same page politically, but I also don't need my friends to be on the same page with me politically. So people are certainly entitled to their own opinion. And uh, I am not so convinced that the vaccine is going to save us the way that some people are. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. People are starting to get their third dose. You gonna get your third dose, Neil? You gonna be like more vaccine yeah, than blood?
1: I'm. I'm definitely gonna get my third dose as soon as I can. I mean, I just, mean, you know, just, you know, but 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 again, I don't. I, you know, me and you don't see eye to eye on that. And that's absolutely fine. I have no problem yeah. with that. That's well, the beauty it, it, of living in a in a free country. You know.
0: Well, that's what it, it, yeah, You think you think, <laughs> but yeah, no. It's 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 an interesting interesting phenomenon that's going on here. It's it, uh, uh, but once again, the, the fact of the matter is the reason I diffuse this is because it's just we we don't. We occasionally get into politics, but we really don't want to talk about politics. We really want to amuse you and entertain you for an hour or two. That's what we really want to do.
1: No, I want to educate people, Tom. People are ignorant out there, and I need to ignorant, educate them with you need my to with my them. with my with my, p- <laughs> with my opinions. God damn it, yeah, dude. It was funny at the wedding on Saturday. Um, there was probably only about fifty people there, and uh, but we you know we didn't know anybody apart from Rick, obviously, sure. who, I, who I work with. And um, he put us at this table with some of his old redneck drinking buddies. I don't know if it was done on purpose or whether it was an accident, but I was sitting with a guy who just retired from 30 years on the police force. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it was – actually, he was a really nice guy, I, and I got on him with him, with him fine. But uh, talk about right of Attila the Hun. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was uh, pretty crazy, <laughs> actually. It was, uh, it was informative. But uh, anyway.
0: Um, well, listen, you know, we, we're all, to a certain extent – we are made up of our experiences and our perspectives, and I bet you that guy's got plenty of reason to be grizzled, you know.
1: Oh, it was it was actually interesting because he was a he actually was a sheriff. He was a he was a Cook County sheriff, and mm. and I've never understood this coming from England, like why they have all these different levels of police in the states. Like you have a Chicago police, and then you also have the Cook County police, and then you also have the state police. Yeah. So you have three different police yep. forces that could possibly arrest you. Um, yep. So I've never understood that. So we did his best to. Explain explain it to me, and then he told us some disturbing, <laughs> disturbing He's like, you stories. En- you
0: foolish Englishmen, you people don't even have AK-47s in your houses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of pinkos.
1: <laughs> he told us some disturbing story about something that had happened in prison with some guy in his colostomy bag. It was a very disturbing story. Wow. But, uh, but this guy was hiring out, so I don't even want to get into that whole thing. Yikes. But it was, it was an entertaining way to end the night off, was hearing some of these stories from uh, an was ex- he drinking?
0: Was he drinking uh, old-style
1: Dude, he was drinking like he was drinking white wine by the vat. It was wow. it was crazy. I was like yeah. a man, after my
0: own kidneys. But this guy
1: was this liver. guy was in great shape. He but yeah. Yeah, he, he was fifty two when he was retired. So there you go.
0: Yeah, that's bizarre. Like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. He, he probably's gonna go work private security and crack people's skulls without actually having to deal with the actual law,
1: right? Well, Tom tells me he's like banging lots of different chicks and cause, really, you know, yeah, because he was in great shape. He was obviously cut. He mm. was one of those. Obviously, wasn't a Chicago he, cop. <laughs> he,
0: I was say he wasn't the fat Chicago cop with the bad mustache and the thin hairline. And
1: no, like I say, he was a Chicago, he was a, uh, an Illinois. Um, I'm in. A, I'm sorry, a Cook County Sheriff is what he was. So, mm. yeah,
0: interesting. So he you was, heard it he, here first. Neil's friends with cops now. Yeah, yeah. Interesting dude. Cancelled. Yeah. Cancelled. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? I bet I go to his house, and I bet he's got a good uh, a good bunch of guns and stuff to protect there us
0: all go. with. So, yeah. All right, where are we at, Neil? You got how many songs you got left? One or two?
1: I've got one more song to play. All right. So do, do you want do you want to read that other letter from that other new listener that we have? We have a new listener, everybody.
0: <laughs> Actually, I think we got quite a few of them. I I, I, think I do. Yeah, uh, I think so too. I know a lot of people, and, I, and hopefully we keep some of them. Uh, but a lot of people that that festival thing, of course, it was the episode where I just bare my ass too. Yes, it I was. I think a lot, a lot of people listened to it. So. Literally. <laughs> and a lot of people have been sharing it, and all the bands that were involved seemed to take great joy in my suffering. So,
1: Including Troopascabra.
0: <laughs> exactly. Maybe they'll write a song about me for next year. Yeah. You know, when my daughter was asked to, uh, when my daughter was like in kindergarten, my yeah. daughter, Addie, who's 14 now, she uh, was asked to describe me in three words. And oh, you know what three words she was, Neil?
1: Oh, I, I don't ever want to guess, my friend. I don't know. I'm...
0: These are the three words. Fat, <laughs> bald, and inappropriate.
1: <laughs> that should be our tagline for the show. That's amazing. <laughs> Love it.
0: Anyway. All right. So this is from Mike. I don't know. where Where's Mike from? He doesn't say. Uh, hey wanted to email you i love the podcast i found it during covid and it's been great listening to you both you bring up a few times about a podcast with a guy from japan which one is that so that is actually called fuck punk radio f-u-k oh no he punk wants to know he, no, he wants to know
1: he wants to know which which episode he was on our podcast oh he
0: wants to know which episode
1: yeah that's Peter? what he was yeah yeah he does yeah it was episode 78 oh, and it's john bates and the born there is yeah yep, episode 78 gonna, you know
0: it. It's funny because we didn't really know John at all, but we actually got to know John pretty well, so we're actually going to have to have him back on. Yep. And it's going to be very different, probably yeah. worse.
1: I think John found out about us from the uh, the first time he wrote in that I can remember anyway. It was after he did the uh, episode 69, the offensive show.
0: Oh, was it? I figured yeah. it was the Queers because he's friends with Joe Queer.
1: Well, that was the first time
0: I, I knew of him anyway. He wrote in anyway. after
1: that one and said he, he said even he was offended by the Dak Alcabana. <laughs>
0: Li- <laughs> Alright, I like it with the two of you just talking. Sometimes I like to guess, and it clues me into old bands that I never listen to and some new stuff. I cannot stand the guy you had from KC. I just wanted to bitch slap <laughs> I hate that punk has become so safe. I, will not, I cannot encourage any kind of bitch slapping. Like I said, <laughs> Mike's a good dude, and I think his heart's in the right place, even if I don't necessarily agree with him on that stuff. So I, I don't share that sentiment. I like Territories. That was a good band. It would be cool if you guys did some kind of a mixtape. Keep up the good work. There actually is... A Spotify playlist,
1: yeah. A good friend, Mark Frankel, which yeah, uh, put being...
0: together by Mark. Yep, Neil's buddy from Florida. Yep. So it is out there somewhere, and I don't know if it's been added to, but it was enormous. It was like a thousand songs last time we knew or something. It wasn't there five hundred. I mean, it was, it was crazy, dude. I was I was but actually you adding do some... it for days, right?
1: I was adding some songs to our Excel uh, spreadsheet today. We're basically at eight eight, eight, eight hundred songs. So mm. yeah, not bad. Yeah,
0: not bad. Well, let's make it eight hundred and one, and let these people go about their lives. I hope you've enjoyed the last three episodes where it was just neil and i sort of
1: i i just have you know i, I just have before we sign off i just have one oh, funny no. thing to say no because it was funny which it just struck me as ironic so, i'll tell you um, whether
0: it's funny or not you tell me and then i'll tell you whether it's funny
1: well i i don't normally you know a in, you know, messed intruder in, intruder green yeah he has yeah. a he has a podcast where he interviews okay. people from other bands does and, he wear his mask he does it i he's you know what he stays in fucking he stays in a uh, character when he does scared. it which uh, i find is annoying yeah well, especially because he doesn't even appear to be in a band these days, because they have a new guitarist. But anyway, um, but um, he interviewed the guy from Giant Eagles, the guy from from Rotterdam in, in Holland, okay. right? So it was. Who I just
0: a, learned today never plays live. They're a studio only right, band. They're a studio is, only which band. Is bizarre, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, which is bizarre. Um, it, it wasn't a particularly interesting episode. It was alright, but I noticed that they didn't play any music, and the guy from Giant Eagles actually. Asked him that at the end, they said are you going to play any of our songs because probably because he wanted to play something so people would buy stuff, right? And the guy from Mass Intruder, who the whole shtick is doing crimes, right, and breaking the law and that kind of thing. Yep. He said he didn't want to because he didn't want to get into copyright trouble. <laughs> so I just found wow. that I just found that horribly fucking road. ironic. So it's got great character on, on that one, you know. It didn't, he didn't want to get into trouble even though he's in Mass Intruder and the song, you know, mm. I got a knife, motherfucker, stick him up. So. I just find that exactly. funny. Yeah, maybe mm. it wasn't that funny. Sorry.
0: Well, it's ironic more than funny. Ironic. Yes. It's, yes. It's pitiful more than funny.
1: Yes. Yes. Especially because he doesn't appear to be in the band anymore. So there we go.
0: Mm. Um. The so anyway, start a, sp- a spin-off band. Yes. Where they even limit themselves further, and they only commit one specific felony, and they have to write all their songs about that, rather than a wide array of felonies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. um, what's, what's, your, what's our last song yeah. okay well I, uh, should I should I play us out with this should we say our goodbyes and I'll play us out with this this is gonna be Blitz someone's gonna die because we've never oh, played Blitz well, on the die
2: tonight huh
1: yep yep we've never played Blitz on the show before so I was like fuck it let's play let's, let's play that
0: actually I played New Wave at some point New Age New Age I meant yep yep I played a while back but that was definitely a little different era
2: yeah but
0: cool
1: so, well, anyway, listening. everybody, thank you for listening. Be sure to yes. subscribe if you if you enjoy and write us and ask for stickers and do all that. Oh, you know what? I got the t-shirts. Um, well, I don't have the t-shirts, but I'm about to order them up. So
0: Well, let's do a pre-order, Neil. Let's let people pre-order them. So, let people, like, tell us what they want so we know what to get. Because I know you kind of have a number in your head, but let's, let's let them – let's well, let's put that up on, on our Facebook page and let people order.
1: Yeah, so if you're not on Facebook, email us with if you would be interested in getting a shirt. And um, unfortunately, if it's international, the shipping is probably costing yeah, more than we're the shirt. Yeah, we're probably not
0: going to do international this time. It killed us last time. Well... Sorry, guys. Well, I know we've we got a lot of English well, no, guys no, no we, no,
1: we can do international. You just, unfortunately, you have to pay more.
0: I mean, it costs as much as your freaking wedding suit, but yeah. <laughs> um, we're doing. So we're doing, we're doing red and white. Is that what we're doing, Neil? We're doing no, red and heather white?
1: We're not. We're doing just heather white.
0: Oh, we're not doing the red.
1: Mm-mm. This the, the design just isn't going to work on a red shirt. Okay. So I, we're doing yeah. we're
0: doing. Last time we did a little breast print and then like the big print in the back. This time we're just doing like the big print in the front. Yep. Will it have the names or is it just going to be the the logo? That's
1: that's up to me, me and you to hash out. But I think it might just okay. be the logo.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know if we do a different one every year, then we yep. can really tell the hardcore people right. They get all yep. of them
1: yeah there you go yeah okay so, so, so anyway let's we'll so it's gonna that be that heather white which is basically light gray it's gonna be light and gray the, basically
0: in the size because i know like i have a buddy who wants a wants a you know big tarp sized one what does that mean well three x three x holy shit. and if it costs shit. a little extra it's fine it's
1: good fine. god we'll man.
0: pass it listen anybody who spends that much eating can certainly afford five extra bucks for a t-shirt right?
1: <laughs> i guess so yes. myself
0: included dude a lot of my two x's are getting a little short it's been a long it's once again it's been a long 20 months and I know my wife's looking at me like you better take your ass out and walk around the block a couple of times so we'll see I might well, do
1: that Well these are going to be these are going to be nice quality shirts too I'm not going to get just the cheapest fucking uh, boxy crappy that are gonna, what, that yeah, that are gonna shrink like crazy. These are gonna boom, be nice boom. quality soft shirts. So these are gonna be decent. So yeah. So write us either an email if you're interested and or you know, write us obviously like I said, on, the, it, on the let's Facebook. Let's put it up on Facebook
0: and let people know and then at least and they don't necessarily have to prepay, but then at least we'll know how many. So if we order however many they say we want, at least if It'd be close, and if we have a couple extras that people back out on, then we can sell them to other people. Yeah,
1: I mean that'll be fine because last time we had after we were sold out, we had other people asking.
0: Yeah, and they could just yeah, and they could just PayPal's or whatever and get them. uh, No, exactly. Let's let's do that. And we're let let me tell you something. This is not a money making operation, lest you think that this is a for profit thing. Last time we Neil and I both lost a considerable sum. This time our goal is to sort of break even.
1: If we can, yes, that would be lovely.
0: Awesome. So anyway, listen. Thank you so much for listening. We've enjoyed talking to you as always. We've enjoyed your letters. The Facebook group is a lot of fun. So like I said, if you're not on that, if you're on social media, join the Facebook group. You can post your own stupid crap or laugh at our misfortune.
1: Yeah, and you know what, and if you go to any shows yourselves, write us in and tell us about them. Yeah. Tell us about what and, and was good, what and, was bad, you know, don't pull any punches if it sucked, you know, let your, us know.
0: And I'm going to be in Chicago a couple times in October, and I'm going back down to Indianapolis in October, and we're probably going to have some sort of meetup. so if, uh, we'll let you know as we get closer. But yeah, we're going to, hopefully maybe you guys can come out, we're going to, like, before the sloppy show in Indianapolis, I know at least a few of us are going to get together, meet up for a drink or two, so it should be fun.
1: Yep. Hundred percent. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Fall. And you, yep.
0: you could find out just like our man Jake. You could find out that you know I'm just a normal man. I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else.
1: <laughs> he takes his pants off and runs around the hallway one leg at a time.
0: <laughs> like, you know, like Neil said, I, I usually wear shorts, but anyway. It's <laughs> yes,
1: he does. It's true. Actually, you know what? I've never seen you in long pants. I have to say.
0: Well, I mean, I do wear long pants. Did like when I came to Chicago last October? Was I wearing shorts?
1: No. I've never seen you not Maybe. wearing shorts.
0: All right. Well, you're lucky, Neil, because if you worked at the Ramada. You might see me. <laughs> Never anyway. mind.
1: No, thank you very much. Anyway. Yes.
0: All right. Listen, thanks a lot. And yep. uh, Neil, do your thing.
1: Stay free and keep a little mark in your heart. And this is going to be Blitz. Someone's going to die. Bye-bye. We'll smell you later. Yep. Bye-bye.